Um, about two years down the road, okay, you get real into like the finer things, you know. I like that. Yeah, you you get into like silks. Uh, it starts yeah. with like it starts like with handkerchiefs, you know, as it normally does. Yeah, and you know, pocket squares. And then it kind of changes where you you're like ah, silk boxers like that's kind of like a thing. That's what's up. And I... you you tr- you try it on one night as just like a just a thing for you know when you're in your private yeah. time with your lady. Yeah. Um, See, I, f- I feel like I had a, a negative impact experience with silk boxers earlier in my life. So you're saying I'll, I will have taken to them. It's now. a totally different experience, dude. Okay. It fucking frees your mind, brother. Do I spring for the monograms? Not the first time through. The first yeah. time you uh, you do a lot of research on it. Like, uh, where should I? What's the best like starter entry level silk boxer? Yeah, and yeah. Um, there's get, a like, website the lifestyle magazines that regarding yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. Shit. yeah. You, you find a blog called um, Silks for Everyone Word. dot com, and it's just like a what? review site of like. There's a guy. His name his name's Teddy Tetherton. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy Tetherton is uh he's like a British guy. Yeah. And he he lives in Arizona and he just like he has a he has like an iPhone where he like selfie records him like hey guys this is Teddy Tetherton here. He says like a British accent. I'm not going to do it. Uh, yeah. he he says he's like I'm here in a men's warehouse and he's like scanning and he picks one off and he like gets it real close to the camera and rubs it together. He drags it over the microphone. It does a lot of things for you when it happens. And <laughs> and, and at this point, can I like hear a good silk? I'm like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. that sounds like yeah. a, that sounds like a soft silk. Yeah, you know, like Men's Warehouse is good for the price. Uh, that's a place yeah. where you got your you started out at. And you're I've always like, wanted to have an opinion on slacks. Yeah, dude, you, you, you're you're getting there. You know, yeah. you're you're like working your way up the slack chain. Okay, and you're you're kind of into the finer things in life, and it branches out into like. Uh, Silk shirts, you know. How um, am I paying for the for this this sudden taste for the finer things? You're selling plasma. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're selling a lot of plasma, dude. I feel like I have more than most people. Yeah, that's what the that's what your doctor told you. Yeah, you went to the doctor one time because you had a headache, and your doctor was like, "Look, this is gonna sound weird, but you just have more plasma than most people." Fuck yeah, bitch! And they're like, "You can you know you can donate that shit." And he goes, "My friend, my friend Ricky that I went to high school with, nothing, it, nothing he, uh, free, baby. yeah, he would go to like one, and then he'd go to the other, and he would just lie, and like he got he was fine." Yeah. And your doctor's like totally cool with it. Yeah. So you're that's how you're affording all these silks, and you start going to like antique shops. Like looking for silks, you know, like you, older you, silks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some vintage stuff, maybe from like the 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 sixties. Okay. The golden era of silks, as they call it. I, I, and and you're you're I've like heard. looking around in kind of antique shops, and you you go into one antique shop. It's just called it's called Tiff's Teaks. And um, like, is it is it a, is it an homage to Tiff's Treats? No, no. they fucking hate each other, dude. <laughs> yeah. Tiff's right. treats. Look, if you ask uh, Tiff Teak, that's her real name. If you ask Tiff Teak what you know, like what is what's up with Tiff's treats, she'll she'll like go like, listen, that fucking, and then she curses. But yeah. when she curses, it's censored, and you hear it beep like it's on the TV. Yeah. Um, and she like she doesn't like her, you know. But it's it's like a place you've found some pretty good scores at before. So you're looking around, and you get into like the back corner where like not a lot of people wind up, and you see. Up on a shelf is just a sparkling gold candelabra. Uh, it just, it just, it's perfect. You know, it just, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's just mirror smooth. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, when you look in it, in the reflection, you look at yourself in the way you imagine your best self to look like. 
Oh uh, yeah, because it's got the curvature on the glass. Yeah, and it refracts my natural curvature. Exactly. Think. It's but whatever it is, like it's staring right back at you. Yeah. And it, you can almost swear that it kind of looks at you and winks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, I do like that. Yeah. Uh, is there something I can? Uh, I, I I think I would ask for like a salesman and be like, hey, uh, you know, real quick. Uh, yeah. I, I, by the way, I do love the silks that y'all have. Yeah. Uh, but I'm seeing this candelabra. Yeah. You know, and how many now? How many candles does it hold? Uh, there's seven in the front. Uh-huh. There's like two rows. Okay. There's a lower row that's like seven in the front, and then there's like an upper row in the back. Okay. That is like uh, five across. All right. And so, to my knowledge, this doesn't intersect with any sort of like cultural candle layout or anything. No. This is like a totally secular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's candle. just just a candelabra. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh and the when when they show you the the guy behind the counter he goes, "That candelabra used to be uh owned by John Wayne." Oh, okay. Yeah, right. we got the John Wayne estate verified it. He points nice. to a picture on the wall and it's a picture of uh Tiff Teak yep. with John Wayne and they're shaking hands. So Tiff Teak is a dude? No. Oh, so this is just the salesperson tell, talking. The salesperson, the, he's telling you about this. Okay. He shows you a picture, and it's Tiff Teak and John Wayne shaping hands. Oh, uh, okay. Hands. All right. Right. And uh, so you you kind of inquired how much it is, and he goes, uh, it's $25. She's just trying to get rid of it. She's getting rid of some collectibles. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Now, and so I'm, I'm like, flush with plasma money, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. You had a good, you had a good plasma week. All right. Yeah. Uh, you had about 400 bucks. About 400 bucks? Just you've been doing some comedy stuff too. Yeah, you're just like how'd that go? Pretty good. Oh, these are things are going well. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I got the cash to burn. I definitely snagged the candelabra. Yeah. I, I snagged a few, a few vintage few silks. silks as yeah. well. I want to get like some ascots. <clears throat> gotcha. He goes. Uh, let me call my ascot guy. <laughs> right. He goes. Uh, I'll come in next week. I'll have some. I'll have some scotties here for you. That's what he calls. Uh, okay. Him. So he knows the lingo. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. down. All right. Right. And he he looks at you and he kind of winks, right? And then he pulls he pulls out a Rolodex that's the size of a paper towel roll. <laughs> and every time every time he turns a card, it just fucking yeah. just creaks. Yeah. It creaks like a, a clothes hanger at a thrift store on the yeah. rack. So I, I asked, him, I was like, "Did you get that here?" He goes, "No." And he goes, "No, this is this ain't mine. This is Tiff's." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And so you take your you take your can lobber home and you leave. Uh, with your your two silks, uh, you know you, you you just head straight home. Uh, you're by yourself. You're you're just, you're just living alone. You know, by yourself, okay. and uh, you, you kind of like draw the shades. Yeah. You know, you uh you put on some music. It's um, boys to men. Boys to men. You put nah, on which our, which which track are we talking? It's uh, Motown Philly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah. it's sensual, but it's upbeat. I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely like it's where you it's where you start the night. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to go. It's easy to it's easy to slow it down. Yeah, it's harder to pick it back up. You yeah. know, and you recognize that. <laughs> so you have you I have a like you have a voice to men mix. Yeah, and it, it definitely starts with Motown Philly. Yeah, okay. right. You're you're drawing the sh- you you put you put it on your uh, voice to men mix, and you're dancing around the apartment. Right, you're drawing the shades. Right, you're fixing a drink. You know, oh. you're. Uh, you're just getting everything prepped, yeah. and you go and you, you, uh, you light the candles like you. You fill it up. You're like, I'm gonna give this motherfucker a test run. Just, yeah, just break off in. 
Yeah. So when you light all the candles, um, it just it just fills the room, right? It's just a brilliant golden glow. Everything shines a little bit brighter. You feel like time slows down. Um, and and when you look at it, it kind of takes your breath away for a second. It's just how beautiful it is. Yeah. You know? And then you see the, the flames start to flicker a little bit. And almost as if it were like on a, a digital LED sign, the flames turn into a mouth. <laughs> and it says, who are you? What's your name? Uh, oh man, I, 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 I was like, hold on. All right, first of all, what, what's your name? I, I, I think I wouldn't, you know, I, I would, uh, I would employ the pawn shop tactics. I would just keep the information yeah. close to my chest. I'd be like, what, what's my, what, what's your name? I'd ask, I'd ask the candelabra. She says, my name, my name is Candy Labra. <laughs> it's a, fe- it's a female voice. Yes, it's okay. a, it's a female voice. My name is Candy Labra. Okay. Well, all right. Candy Labra, my, my name is Pat. She was great. Uh, she goes, uh, Candy Labra, I, I created something back in the uh, in the 60s. It was called the Candle Bra. <laughs> and she says basically it was a uh, it was something for, for couples to be intimate with. And uh, it was really poised to take off big time in the United States, and it got shut down by a corporation. Um, at least somebody we think was, like, working with them. Okay. All right. So uh, she was, I, yeah. I, I ask her, like, what's the, so... The candle bra. I mean, like, what was uh, what what was the the deal with it? What did it do? It, it was really going to allow couples uh, to bring the sensuality anywhere they wanted. There was there was like a whole um, course we had planned for it, right. where women would buy a candle bra and they would light candles on their. As bras. I, was, I I just I kind of interrupted for a second. I was like, so yeah, yeah. just hold on. There was a course. There was like a whole. It was yeah, a movement. I I, I, I there, I'm sure there was. Yeah. Uh, but it was essentially it was just a bra that supported two candles. Yes. And then you would light the candles. Light the candles, and it you you were, it was a way of uh, it was more of like a like a school of thought where you were you were to turn off all the lights in your house, you were to light your candle bra, and hold your significant one close. Yeah. And just just talk and reconnect in an intimate space, and it really brought yeah. a lot of people together. You know, it was a. I'm sure it did. I, I it probably it would ensure that you would just talk because if you try to do anything more than talk, then somebody's you know fucking getting burnt at that point. Yeah, we found that was a problem. I was going to ask, was yeah, that yeah. the eventual downfall of the candle bro? I mean, you know, we thought we were we had some solutions towards it, but the the program got uh, shut down. Our our uh, my my co-founder was killed, and I've been in hiding ever since. Uh, see, I, see, actually, I, I asked Katie Lobner, "How sure are you that this was like espionage, corporate espionage, as opposed to just a faulty design? You know that happened to coincide with y'all's personal decisions, bringing somebody to come kill y'all." So she ex- she explains that uh, her company was sent threatening letters by another company, the okay. Lanolex Corporation. Word. What in her company was just like Candlebra LLC or whatever. Yeah. Okay. It was Candlebra LLC. And she was like, they 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 love the idea, and they they like that the the movement behind it, and they wanted to try to shut it down because they were going to plan their own thing. Yeah. They had this other revolutionary therapy concept in the seventies where um, people had to like sit in a bubble underwater. Yeah. They like people had it installed in like a pool, and like a, a couple, it was like a relationship therapy thing where a couple would get into this air bubble underneath a pool. And just work shit out, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a like a diving bell or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, all right, I, I tell her that that's a that's that's a very odd two things to have a business that specializes in. Uh, I just feel that's like a real like 
I mean, I guess technically it all boils down to relationship and couples, uh, you know, the market there, but it's a weird thing to sell a candlelit yeah. bra and also a diving bell in which you can have relationship therapy. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty weird. But you, you feel like it was pretty, like, cutting edge, you know? Like you, you, so I am impressed. But, you know, I guess at this point, I'm fucking just into the finer things in life. I probably lost a little bit of my critical thinking. So, gotcha. Yeah. I but do you, that. do you ask why she was like, uh, why is she in candelabra form? You know what? I, I that never actually, that didn't even seem the weird part to me. Yeah. Hold on. So, so let's bring this back. Why? Okay. So why are you? Why are you a, a voice in a candelabra? She said I was. I was put here by a wizard. Okay. All right. That was did the wizard work for the corporation? Uh that yeah, that's that's as best we know. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh so I I'm I mean, that sucks. I uh I don't know what you want me to do about that. Honestly, you know, it feels like you guys were too powerful business people, you and your partner and they were able to, you know, just cut right through y'all. I'm just a dude who likes to sell you know, yeah. I don't know what I had to offer or bring to the table. I mean, is there anything you need? He says, he goes, look, I'm not going to lie to you. He goes, I need, I need you to avenge me. <laughs> I need you to avenge me. I need you to free me from this candelabra prison that I've been living in. <clears throat> All right. Um, okay. I, I, so you can get back to, you know, just like, just, just existing. Obviously there's no like, like, oh, yeah, I miss, she's like, I miss my fucking family. Yeah. yeah God damn. I All miss right. my husband. All I miss right. my son, my daughter. Oh, you're married. Yeah, I, I developed this relationship with my husband Randy. Yeah, he, uh, after the candelabra incident. <laughs> no, this is previous. This is oh, previous. you said developed. Man, yeah, it sounded yeah. like you had a few things to get over, like the fact that you were a candelabra. No, it's just some other things. You know, yeah. just you know, just mistakes that humans make. I, I really yeah. don't want to get into it. Shit, man, tell me about that. Yeah. All right, I get it. Uh, okay, I, I, I want. I need to avenge you, but I mean, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I want to go along with that, but at the same time, like I got plasma to donate. You know what I'm saying? I got a time. I, I if, what is there anything in it for me? I guess to, to sound crass. She said, and she says, Pat. She goes, you won't have to donate plasma ever again. Okay. okay. All right. I like the sound of that. Right. And as soon as she says that, you get an email on your phone, and it's a, a link that takes you to a website with no name. And it just shows a picture of a closet, and it's full of elegant silks, <sighs> like floor to ceiling. Yeah, elegant fucking silks. There's some kimonos okay. in there, and when you see it, you get more turned on <laughs> than you've ever been in your whole fucking life. Just, just a raging silk boner. Yeah, dude. <sighs> so I'm, uh, I'm like, all right, so I. So, I mean, yeah, I ain't got to donate plasma because I just got the silks. And I guess I've just been donating plasma for the silks. I imagine just... Primarily, yeah. That was, like, your primary... Yeah, like I was doing... I, I had I had what I needed to survive until the silks came into play, and that's when I had to start donating Yeah, and, and you had that all that extra plasma just laying around in your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you know, waste not, want not. Yeah. All right, so... So, if I do this, if I avenge you, I get this fucking sweet closet full of silks. Everything you want, man. Everything I want. Yeah. <laughs> Kimono. Okay. Uh, can I get any kind of custom work out of there? She goes, uh, I got a guy who uh, has a silk shop in Tacoma, Washington. Well, and uh, she goes, I could, I could, you let me know what you want. I'll make it happen for oh, you. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a Tacoma silk. I say, all right, well, so what, what, what do I got to do? What do you, do you have a plan? Yeah. She goes, uh, I have, I have an address. And she goes, I need you to, I need you to go to Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And I need you to kill the Wizard of Cleveland. <laughs> the Wizard of Cleveland? Yeah. 
Oh shit! Yeah. All right, I, I, uh, all right. Well, okay. I mean, first, I'm gonna need a per diem. Sure. She goes. What do you want? I mean, I'd say. I mean, I just need about a hundred dollars a day walking around money. I need okay. about a, a silk a day for while I'm out there. She goes. Okay, silk a day. I'll make that happen. All right. All right. She goes. Uh, I'll tell you what. I can do. I can take care of your gas. Uh, I've got a gas card. We'll just get it preloaded. Okay. Uh, she goes. Uh, and you, you look down. You open your wallet. There's a gas card in there. Yeah. And then behind the gas card, you find four twenty-five dollars gift cards to the Darden family restaurants. Oh, fuck yeah. So she's like, "These are good. Any Darden family restaurants? Sorry, they didn't have a hundred. I just had to break it up into four twenty-fives. Hope that's no, that all right. happens sometimes. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it will, I mean, also we do got to talk travel. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have a whip. So just, okay, I'll I'll get a car rented in your get name. A car. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. All right. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. So I I'm road tripping from Austin, Texas to Cleveland. You got to Cleveland. I got fucking fly ass silks. I'm getting a hundred dollars a day. Silks. Just from the yeah. trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I literally can't see a downside to this. She goes, uh, you're gonna have to kill him. You're gonna have to murder him now. All like right. that's all right. You know. Um. I, I, so. Like that. You. What did you think you were gonna do? Just go there? Well, I thought maybe I had to see. Okay, like. Is, I need you to is, avenge me. Is the Pat. ride from Austin to, to Cleveland, right? Yeah. Is that long enough to really like like get myself in the, in the headspace mentally and kite myself up to kill somebody? Like I don't, I don't know. I, don't I guess know. it wouldn't be. Uh yeah. is this guy gonna be easy to kill? It sounds like he turned you into a candelabra. Like I don't I mean, what I'm saying is is do I possess the skills necessary to do this? And when you ask that, you you look like into the flames and it changes into just what you envision is your own eyes. Yeah. And you've never felt more sure of anything in your entire life. You feel like I can fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have an opportunity to get all the silks of my dreams. Yep. And you envision the uh you envision a long bright red kimono. Mm-hmm. And on the back there's just a dragon devouring a mountain. Yeah. And you're you're like there it is. And you That's have it. you save the memory in your brain and it sticks out above every other memory you ever have. Yeah. And when you're ready, you that's what you're going to order on your kimono. All right. But you see it and you feel it. You feel the cold air that rushes right. over that mountain right before the dragon devours it. Just one final last blow across all those minerals that have been there for billions of years. <laughs> and you take in that breath of the last time that any cold air would rush over that mountain. Yeah. And you smile. And you feel it in your bones. All right. I, I tell her, I say, hey, you know what? I am going to need to detach to kill this dude. So... The same way you made the gift cards appear, you make a little bit of blow up here in my wallet, and I'll get my freeze on real quick, and then we okay. can head up to, to Cleveland, and I'll kill the fuck out of this wizard. Gotcha. So she, you turn around, and in front of you is just like this uh, very elaborate uh, mirror, yeah. and it's just whatever you want. What I want. All right. So I just uh, real quick, I just take care at the moment. You know, yeah. So I tap you, out three, four, yep. you know, big ones. And you do and, it. You do it with. Uh, a Darden family gift card, obviously, and that one's that one's a hundred. And she goes, "Oh, sorry, I I knew I thought I picked one up somewhere." She goes, "You know what? Just go ahead and keep it. Just go ahead and keep All right, it." Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I get so I you have get a cocaine covered hundred dollar garden Darden family restaurant yeah, gift card. Yeah, and I'm on my way to Cleveland. Yeah, I get down. I fucking just uh, karate chop in the middle of the pile. Just shove that shit off in a bag, twist it off, throw it in the back pocket, and I head out to the fucking whip and I head off to Cleveland. So you drive to Cleveland. Uh, you drive 120 miles an hour the whole way there. Damn straight. No cop. You see several cops along the way. Yeah. None of them even know that you exist. Yeah. Right. Can I get a little fucking flip off in there? Can yeah, I, absolutely. Can I, can I hit him with a little like, fuck you, buddy? I keep it under the window. Yeah. Obviously, I'm yeah. not crazy, but. 
So when when you when you flip them off, uh, there's like a a police helicopter overhead <laughs> that is like looking into your car, and they see you like fucking flipping them off, <laughs> and uh, fuck you. and they they uh they they land in the highway in front of you. Yeah, and they're like, hey, did we do something wrong? <laughs> We saw you flip us off. I just want to, you, you know, I just explained that, uh, you know, I'm emotionally insecure and I take all the little small victories I can get. So I just, you know, sometimes I feel good to just flip the cops off and keep it under the window. Though, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I, I say this, you know, just cause I'll say anything to get out of anything. I, I say blue lives matter. And they say, if there's something you want to tell us, like, tell us right now. Like, I'm, they're, they're being really cool about it. They're like, yeah, nah. we, we just want to try to make a difference, buddy. Yeah, I just take a fat like that, just hit the drip, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm cool. And that's all I say to them. And they go, there's nothing, like, you can say anything to us. We're nothing, like, we, we're, we're part of this new program called We Want to Hear It. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, we fly this helicopter around the city and wait for people to flip us off. And then when we see that they do it, we stop them and say, hey, what's, we want to hear it. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> no, man, Air your, like, your grievance. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good to go. I just, I, I'm a chronic flipper offer. It's, it, it's, it's really nothing that I, 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 that I could even really articulate to y'all. You guys are doing a fine job. Uh, I just got to get on to Cleveland. All right. Um, so. so they, they, they go to Cleveland and, uh, as you, as they, as they turn around and leave, they're like, we just were trying to help. I wish you would have. You, you know, told us what's going on, like yeah, you know? and I I hear him, but I just act like I don't yeah. hear him, and I just get the fuck out of there. So you you drive straight through to Cleveland, right? You get there, um, obviously, you get there, uh, you get there in record time, and you 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 pull into a, a Darden family of restaurant. Would you go to like uh, Red Lobster? Uh, it's Longhorn Steakhouse, Olive Garden. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna go to the Cleveland Red Lobster because I mean, let's just be honest, you know, that's pretty landlocked. Uh, Lake Erie. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. pretty close. Yeah, I guess, oh yeah, I guess they had the Great Lakes are a fine source of seafood. Um, you know, I, I do go to the Red Lobster just because uh, they got shrimp, they got cheddar biscuits. Gotcha. Yeah. So you go to the Red Lobster, you have the best fucking meal you're on. That I do. You've never tasted anything that just set off all the fireworks in your brain quite like the Red Lobster, right? Fuck yeah. It's just it's erotic in every way possible. It just coats every part of your innards, and you just you just feel whole. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's never felt better. So you you end up uh, as you're leaving uh, the Red Lobster, you you know you wave goodbye and you just you kind of kiss that memory goodbye as as you don't feel you're ever having an experience quite like that ever again. You drive through to Cleveland, you, you get the address. It's at like a America's Best Value Inn yeah. on the side of the interstate, and you walk into the the main lobby, and uh, you look around. There's nobody in there, and they they told you what the license plate would be on the car. Uh-huh. You see it, right? What what kind of car is it? It's um, it's a Ford Focus. A Ford Focus, okay, yeah. all right. It's a nineteen ninety nine Ford Focus. Ninety nine Focus. Yeah. They got in the Focus game early. Yeah, they were like, I appreciate the mileage. Um, all right, all right. So I see it's, it's so it's in the parking lot, and we're at like where we're at days in. What the fuck? America's best value. America's best. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, all right, so. All right, so I see the and I, I do see the car, correct? Yeah, yeah. You okay, see, you so see nobody's the, in the car. Nobody's in the car. Um, all right. So what I do is I 
park my car in an adjacent parking lot, you know, yeah. somewhere that's not necessarily in the best value parking lot in, but generally they're surrounded by like some sort of other establishment. There's like a little bit of grass between the parking lots. I go over there where I have the car in plain view. I sit there. Uh, I just kind of chill. Yeah. I smoke a cigarette and I just, I, I just start doing key bumps, like waiting yeah. for, waiting to see what, like scope in the car. Gotcha. So, um, you're kind of there for a while and eventually you see somebody come out. He's wearing like a, a Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland Browns Jersey. <laughs> It's like he's wearing this robe, and it's all like Cleveland Browns colors. Yeah, yeah like okay, like a like like uh, like like pajama type robe. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. Just left the house to go get something from the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all and right. He, so he's walking to the car. Out of yeah, bed. yeah. He gets in his car and he takes off. You follow him? Yeah, I follow him. So he goes to uh, he goes to an Olive Garden. Idiot. And he's just like waiting in the parking lot for it to open at ten a.m. Yeah, it's like three a.m. right now. All right. So it's so so he's waiting for his open at three a.m. So he's yeah. he get, you got to get there early. Yeah, he wants to beat the rush. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Um, okay, so he's in the driver's side of the vehicle, right? Yeah, this yeah. Just a little ass Ford Focus. What kind of car did they give me? Uh, it's a Nissan Altima. Nissan Altima. All right. So uh, I, I kind of survey the land, like the, 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 the scene here. Yeah. Uh, is there a, a large run-up of, of like room, perhaps, where I could get a, a going start in my car towards his car? Yeah, definitely. You could definitely like hit him from the side. It's like an open parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you're you're facing him. Your headlights are like facing yeah. Here's him. what I do. So I I, I and okay. So for, first, I'll hold up. I do a trunk inventory. I do have something to fucking do. I have something to beat the shit out of this guy with. Yeah, I mean, there's like a tire iron in there. All right. In the back. All right. I can grab the tire iron, okay? Yeah. And this is what I do. Okay. I drive at the driver's side of his vehicle, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't go fast. Enough. I go fast enough to where it's, you know, I got some speed on this shit. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, I definitely am not going to injure myself on a sure, collision. Sure. And uh, so I go and I drive my car to the side of his car. Okay. The intent of which is to... Now he is blocked in on his side, and I'm going to walk around to the passenger side and bust the window out, open the door, and beat the shit out of him with a tire iron. So you, you drive, and you're like you're right, almost like right there, and you see at the last second he turns and looks right in your eyes, uh-huh. and you can almost hear him go, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and he stops time, and he gets out of his out of the Ford Focus, and he sort of just kind of he walks over to your car, and he pulls out a wand. And he, he boops you on the nose, and you turn into a candelabra, <laughs> and you're, you're sitting you're sitting in Tiff's Teaks on the counter. Uh, so I just automatically transported to Tiff's Teaks. <laughs> yeah, immediately. All right. Your soul is trapped there for 100,000 years. They never sell another candelabra. They go out of business due to the tax rate, yeah. and nobody ever inhabits that building again. Eventually, it gets torn down, and you get uh, buried 100 feet <laughs> under the earth. <laughs> And, but and your, I, your soul exists. I'm alive for it all, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Your uh, soul, your yeah, soul exists until a meteor crashes into the earth and everything around you explodes. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> you know, I really thought that when I was going to drive the car at the wizard, I'd kill him somehow. <laughs> no, he's I, a wizard, dude. Yeah, I, you know, I figured he's a wizard of Cleveland. I didn't quite know if he was like a full ass wizard. I mean, he is, but he turned you into candelabra because that's the worst thing possible. Yeah, I guess I already knew he could do that to people too. Yeah, he, just, he blindly <laughs> did it on the love silks. Oh well, there it is. <laughs>